Germany's many governments have come up with a five-point plan for the loosening of coronavirus rules. It means we can start having pedicures before heading to the garden centre to pick up those blooming crocus bulbs. But why is Germany so bad at vaccinating people? And how come the AFD won a day in court? And there's a chat about gin. Make it happen. Everybody, it's time for another episode of Megan's Megacan. I'm Megan. I'm here with Ex-Berliner Magazine and Conrad Werner. Hello, Conrad. Hello. I like that. That was a very good intro. Yeah, I'm uh, trying not to fuck it up. Well, we, yeah, but you did it in a very a sort of spring-like way. I was being jaunty. You were I'm being trying to be more jaunty. jaunty. I think this is going to have to be a, a good news week. Yeah. I want hope. The birds I think are we singing. Need it. The birds are singing and it's delightful. The tulips are out. Aye. Loads and, of crocuses, uh, even in Hasenheide. And Megan's being jaunty. Always. The other reason I'm being jaunty is that I get to drink a mega can for the first time in, I think, about five weeks. Yay! <laughs> and uh, uh, not only that, this mega can is being sponsored by the Crazy Bastard Kitchen. Yes. So we've got another sponsor, even though we've not even spent all the money from the last sponsor yet. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> so Crazy Bastard Kitchen... We're going to go there later for some delicious... What are you going to have? They do... For anyone who's not familiar, Crazy Bastard Kitchen is located in Weserstrasse in Neukölln. And it is uh, run by some good friends of ours. And it is part like hot sauce shop with the Crazy Bastard sauces, which are delicious. In my case, it's not just a good friend. It's also my brother. Like it's like, I should yeah. point out yeah. people this might, is like actual nepotism it is at nepotism. its finest so there's but, Jono who has the hot sauces you know like I would probably recommend people to go there anyway because yes. it's my brother's place yeah. but, I, but I genuinely do think that it's pretty good food it's excellent so, food yeah. so, and five uh, people on Google say they're the best chicken burgers in Berlin I think I'm one of those people just for <laughs> full transparency here okay. um, but I, I absolutely we... stand by that statement it's one of and I love a chicken burger I always had a chicken burger as a child growing up I and it is delicious so yes your brother Mr. Sebastian Knight does the kitchen and it's excellent and I'm gonna eat he does really good chips and mushy peas and for Definitely anyone good. who is Irish or Irish inclined or likes I, St. Patrick's I, I, Day and our good food they are doing a St. Patrick's Day food event where they're going to do chicken fillet rolls I think both traditional and vegan which means that more than 50% I think of their menu is vegan yeah and it's fucking delicious okay. mainly because your brother has the excellent principle of just because it's vegan, it doesn't have to be healthy. And that I appreciate. So they've so. paid for the mega cans. To... I got us both a gin and tonic because they're my favourite. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Oh, all right. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you, CBS. Mm. Oh. This is Gordon's and tonic. It's that, it's that initial tonic-y kind of, it's almost like a little bit like a, like a fuel yeah, it's that smell of mega. So I keep smelling it like it's a wine and then remembering why you don't smell a mega when you just opened it because it is like a sort of a fume. So, yeah, it's a little bit that? ethanol-y. That is absolutely delicious. There's no two ways about it. Excellent. I mean, gin and tonics are my favourite mixed drink. I've known how to mix a gin and tonic, not for my own consumption, but for adults in my house from a very early age. But I don't... Sometimes I'm like, I taste this, and I'm like, why am I even bothering? Cutting up limes, putting up ice, just... 
get Omega, oh. drink it from the can. I was going to ask if you prefer like cucumber in it or lime or... It depends. Or I'm As a gin drinker, and I love gin, I do think that this gin craze has got slightly out of hand. And particularly like at home. Like a few years ago, I was at home and I went in just like local pub, a non-assuming pub, great pub in Armagh called The Hole in the Wall. And I was served a gin and tonic in a sort of these goblets with halved grapes as the garnish. And I was like, this is too far. Gin is a dirty, not very important spirit. It's not whiskey that's been aged and loved for like 10 years, you know. Yeah, you don't really age gin, do you? No, you just have a trendy moustache, mix some herbs in at the end and then charge people a fortune. Some of them are really nice. I like a Hendrix with cucumber. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're delicious. Uh, yeah. And my, like, I, I normally, so I just normally have like Gordon's or whatever. Um, a friend gave me a really nice um, Icelandic one that I've been drinking since my birthday. It was very nice. Um, and then there's this lovely Irish one called Gunpowder Gin. Drum Shambo Gunpowder Gin. And it comes in a beautiful blue bottle. Yeah. It's not really a region or country specific drink, is it? Everyone makes it. Everyone is. It's like Japanese gin. There's, it's like there's, everyone just you have to. It's belongs anyone to the world. can make it. It belongs to the world, which is nice. But we don't need to get fancy about it. We need to remember that it's the stuff that the Victorian underclass used to just get through things. You would get your little gin rag. <laughs> it was mother's little helper. The gin rag, which I'd love. If you couldn't afford gin, you would pay somebody to dip your gin rag into their gin and then suck your rag. Really? True story that I have not fact-checked, but I've been telling for many years. That's interesting. I'm pretty sure because that's what the gin rag comes from, I think. Not very corona-friendly to go around sucking on rags and ducking in (laughs) other people's gin, to be honest. Mind you, I imagine that Victorian gin would have stripped the coronavirus and anything else. That would have been the cure in those days. Yeah. They would have said, like, just drink more gin. Yeah. That would have been the coronavirus. I mean, it's not not a bad cure. Anyway. um, Right. We've moved on in the medical field as mm -hmm. a human race. Mm -hmm. And now we are at the stage where we have vaccines. Do we have vaccines? But do we? (laughs) But do we? So do you want to know the vaccine? I shall compare because I have them to hand. The UK has has vaccinated (laughs) 31.4% of its population. Fuck me. While Germany has vaccinated 5.7% of its population for the first vaccine. With the first dose. Yeah. So So I think by the time it's literally, it's... It's they've done 10 times as more percentage of the population. I think if you look at people who are fully dosed, it's I did look at it today and it's hovering around 3%, which is fucking. And a lot of people are saying there's a lot of people saying, oh, it's that the myth of German efficiency is being destroyed before our eyes. Well, as someone who went to the Bundesamt for the first time 12 (laughs) years ago, that was not something that was going to need to be destroyed for me. Uh, yeah, and people, but I don't think, I mean, and then people are kind of comparing, they're making jokes about the airport, <laughs> the old airport jokes about having everything takes ages. I don't think that is, I I, I, I get what, it. the airport, like the BER? Yeah, it's oh. sort of saying, oh, Does that you know, become it's like, like, it's like, like the like journey's really slow at stuff. But I just think that it's not so much like inefficiency. I think it's mainly choosing the wrong strategy. Here's what I think. You go. <laughs> Germany is the kind of country that likes to read the instructions on the packet. My God, yes. Because uh, I feel this in myself, because I am half German. And I also, 
even when I like buy a packet of pasta, I even though I know exactly how long it takes to cook pasta, I sometimes still always check to see if it's an eight minute pasta or like a twelve minute pasta. You know, like there's always like you don't a, just cook the pasta and trust <laughs> yourself to know that. No, right. I always just like like the German part of me takes over and then I read the instructions. Yes, and I think that's what happened with the vaccines. Mm-hmm. I think the the Germans were told by the vaccine makers you need two jabs four weeks apart and then otherwise you're not we're not we can't guarantee its eff- yeah. efficacy and that w- when they started vaccinating people that might have been a good idea like that might have been the, the right way to do no one really knew and that's what it said on the packet so so that is i think the main reason why there's been why germany has been so slow because they've kept back all the second doses and for four weeks yes but there have been other problems with, with bureaucracy and with digitalization and all this other stuff that people talk about. But I think that the main reason is just they just chose the wrong strategy from the beginning. Whereas yeah, the UK one super, was like... Yeah, they've super, super, super cautious, which is good in many ways. And I do feel like the UK just kind of went with something. Let's get as many people vaccinated as possible. Yeah, which was good because I can understand they were being like ripped through. Like their numbers were terrifying yeah post christmas they were up to sixty thousand cases a day at one point and i can understand that and they also have yeah the tories just took a little bit of a gamble and it paid off because then it did end up saying like oh the data supports that one back you know you can leave that like longer amounts of time between the vaccines the tories just took uncharacteristically all of their money threw it at public health and then when they got what public health needed, which was a shit ton of fucking vaccines, they just gave it to the NHS to sort out. And the NHS is the most extraordinarily efficient thing set up for like that. And it's all in the way that the German medical system is not. It's all centralized. Everyone is on it. And like, so everyone can just be like contacted. It's amazing. And, they, and, and Germany they- has none of those things. Like I saw on the Berliner Fenster recently, like a little, you know, the little TVs on the U-Bahn that it was like one in five doctor surgeries still lists like facts as their number one means of communication. And I was just looking at going like, I'm never getting this vaccine. (laughs) NHS is sending out emails. They're running like algorithms, sending emails and like facts. Great. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and uh, the other thing is that Germany was obviously really praised a year ago yeah because we the, the german system i think partly because it was decentralized was able to quite flexibly contain the outbreak because they because yeah. they could roll out tests really quickly yeah and they had like certain amount of advantages and the uk was really yeah. uh, far behind raised through the population much much more quickly in the uk and they had more deaths but um the federalization seems to have backfired when it comes to vaccines because there's been a lot of blaming like the the local governments in Germany have been blaming the federal government yeah. and they've been blaming them back for not you know no one's really sure who's in charge of the health system is no. it the federal government or is it the communes or is it the uh, the states so Do you it's mean been communes a... like the Kassen like the yeah I don't mean people live hippies living together I mean Please, no. oh. <laughs> I mean municipal communes I mean the commune and other other municipal authorities yeah I don't I mm. They're the ones that you're allowed to vote for as a resident. Oh, like the councils? Yeah. Yeah, like, local like the Bezirk yeah. councils. Okay. So there's been like a bit of a bureaucratic back and forth and blaming okay. each other. Okay. And that has slowed things down as well. 
But it's also, I just think it's mainly just they decided to read the packet. I'm sticking to that. I think that plus, the, it's, it's an insanely bureaucratic system. And I think working within their education system makes me realise just how unbelievably and in some cases unnecessarily complex. But then on the other side, the health service in Germany basically works in a way that the NHS and other health services struggle with. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, with there's been fewer deaths here. There's been like a, a fraction of Yeah, the they're still nowhere near like the... Anyway, I don't know. Anyway. I'm feeling very positive because I'm drinking gin and I know everything is terrible, but I need to believe... I need to believe that all the vaccines that they're talking about are going to arrive. Apparently, I think they were just getting a dump of them in April and then oh. everyone's going to get a vaccine. And then... Can you, are you allowed to do them yourself? Can you just get one in the post and then just I literally, stick it in yourself? I probably could manage that. I don't think you could. No? Bit of vodka, disinfectant. Could use gin. Yeah, <laughs> just use a mega. This, disinfect the patch with a little cotton swab and then stick it's it in. It's quite your... hard, I think, to get it in and it is quite sore. Oh, so yeah. I'd imagine I would... Okay, I've had to give myself like little jabs. <laughs> okay. And it's not fun okay. so don't follow my medical advice i don't know mind you if they're gonna start giving them out in the post i'm i'm up for it i'll take it in any way but speaking of trying to be hopeful the other right. thing that's happened and because of the failures in the inf strategy yeah. that we've just talked about somewhat controversially germany did announce lots of um loosening of the rules new, yeah i've new... realized it's very confusing because loosening is lockerung in right. Germany yes. and that is why it's been confusing in my head because Lockerung sounds like Locking. lockdown but it's oh, the yeah. opposite of lockdown so yes what what are the loosening of the rules mm. so we had the, so the Merkel had another minister minister president conference this week really tricky one I and think. they came up with a five-point plan which our mayor Mr Michael Müller who is the head of the Minister President Conference at the moment, which is why he was doing the press conference. Is that why it is? I was wondering yeah. why him and... And why does Bayern get to be in there? I don't know. Because they special. fucking kick off if they didn't. <laughs> special. Keep them happy they've got all the money. <laughs> so, yeah, possibly. It's like you're... Your yeah. annoying uncle that everyone like dislikes, but he's so wealthy that you can. I am actually slightly annoyed with myself that I don't know why Marcus Erdo was there, but I will find it he's out. He's always there. He's always just hanging around. But anyway, so there are five five point reopening plan. Yes. Starting with last week, which has already happened, obviously. Yes, last week has happened. <laughs> uh, which is when the Keaters and the hairdressers opened and yeah. the some of the schools. Yes. And as of next week, which has not yet happened, starting from the 8th, they're starting to open things. They are. Including flower shops. Yes. I'm reading here. <laughs> it is like an absolute <laughs> random... It's so weird. That's the second thing on the list after bookshops, even though I thought bookshops in Berlin were already open. Anyway, flower shops, garden markets, uh, as long as it's one customer per 10 or 20 square meters. Which wouldn't usually be a problem in a garden center, but everyone is so fucking desperate for some shopping. There's going to be, it's like going to be like Bergheim down at Hollanda and Treptow Park. It's going to be queuing, people like drinking in the queue. It's going to be a whole fucking social event to go and get some flanson. Let's get some I've tomatoes. literally already people have been texting me being like, we could go and get some plants. And then like, I could drive us home with the plants if we wanted. It's like the most exciting thing anyone's heard. People are desperate to, to indulge in retail oh god okay and then it also says 
Körpernähe Dienstleistungen. I am not which proud of myself. Phys physical. Like, that is basically Manny's, Paddy's, massages. And I am right. unbelievably excited about that. And then I felt really bad about it. Are you going to go for the full it. works? And then I was like, do you know what, Megan? I've just, I got my training, which you know about because I sent you a picture of me in my full PPE to administer Schnell tests to my colleagues. So you're a qualified tester now. I am a qualified tester with the little like Schnell test, the antigen tests. Just okay. up the nose, I'm not allowed to do the throat. Why not? I don't know, but yeah. judging by how much I made my colleague, who was my guinea pig, cry, it was <laughs> awful. I feel so bad. It was terrible. He was like, no, it's just my hay fever. I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, right. so I was like, I can just get Schnell tests. Get get him to give me a Schnell test and work, and then I can go and get my manicure, and I won't right. feel as bad. Okay. And uh, driving schools and flying schools are also... That's off as of Monday are, are going to be open. Yes, with so all of so the deal with the plan is right that they've given us little like steps to opening, but then there's caveats. This is the earliest possible date for this, and then some of them have to be like it's related to the incidence number. Mm -hmm. So how many people in the last seven days per hundred thousand residents have tested positive for coronavirus? Yeah, and it's also then based on lots of testing happening. I still don't know exactly. There's all this like, everyone's going to be able to get tested free once a week. But Spahn hasn't shown us the plan yet. Unless nice. I've missed He's it. Hiding it. Maybe. But I can get them in work. But we're supposed to get one free test each mm. per week. Yeah. That is the plan. So, and then, like, if we're under 50 of next week, which we won't be, but think about it. It could... At, from next week, it would be possible we could go have Einzelhandel again, like little shops and museums and galleries and zoos and things and like non-contact sports up to 10 people. And oh, also the contact rules have changed. We can now see two households up to five people, which isn't hugely different if you live on your own, but it's pretty cool. And a maximum of 20 children. From two households. That's two yeah. big households. That's for, uh, yeah, first for hanging around outside and doing sport. Yes. And then 14 days later. So, so like, it's basically once some lockering happens, then they wait for two weeks, I think, to watch the body count. Yeah. The body count goes crazy or the incidence goes crazy. Everybody back down. Back in your homes. Back. No. Get out of that massage parlor, Megan. Exactly. Get away. You don't need your pedicure. I really, really need a pedicure. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> awful. And then... But if the if the incidence rate stays below 100, 14 days later, as, so as of the 22nd of March, uh, at the earliest, we can have the following things. We can have... If we've been Aus and gastronomy. I heard, I woke up to this on the radio the other day and they were like, beer gardens from the 22nd of March. And I was like, I've never gone from sleepy to awake. I was like, beer gardens <laughs> so, <laughs> from the 22nd of March. So restaurants are allowed to open outside. Mm -hmm. Theatres, concert halls and cinemas. Yeah. That's a pretty big thing, isn't it? Because they've really been fucked. They've been absolutely fucked, yeah. I'm going, I'm not watching a single thing on my home screen anymore i'm going out to view everything 
Maybe they could do things where they're like, could you just whap on Netflix on the big screen and we'll pay you like 10. Can I just come on a Sunday and pay you 20 quid to sit here in my robe binging Netflix? Drinking gin. (laughs) Like I'm happy to pay you all of the things and you can... Yeah, so good time to go and support our local things if the incidence rate is under. Um, And then as of the 5th of April... Okay, so a month from now. Contact Sport. Ooh. Freizeitveranstaltungen im Aus. So outside of things, up to 50 teilnehmers, 50 participants. What? From the 5th of April... Maybe, I mean, if that's only if we're under 50. Lads, basically un- what we have to do is do all of these things, but be unbelievably careful. Hmm. Get your tests, wear your masks. I mean, to be to, to be fair, the current incidence rate is 70-ish, 60-something, 70-ish. Yeah. So it's pretty unlikely that in a month from now we'll be under 50 considering that they're going to start opening shops on Monday. Uh, absolutely. It's so, very unlikely. Unless we're all being really responsible with testing and everything. Yeah. And if you have symptoms, you just stay the fuck home. Wash so, your hands. Like, wear your masks. Wear your masks. <sighs> can, can, I didn't think I was, like, that <laughs> desperate to get out of lockdown. And I've now just, like, I heard that word beer gardens from the 22nd <laughs> of March. And I was like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, um, that would be And nice. also, it sounds... I had this weird moment the other day when I was reading the Tagesspiegel and they mentioned that the death rate was going down because older people have mainly, the really vulnerable people in society have mainly been vaccinated now and everybody in the Pflegeheime has had their, people working there as well in the nursing homes have had their vaccines and they were like, the death rate is going down because the most vulnerable in society have been like protected and that was like such a, such like I'm quite drunk now but that was such an emotional thing to read and you're like we are going to have to do some reckoning with the fact that for a full year I have now been checking the death rate of my country and other countries to which I have connections Mm. from a disease and that is that's a lot and I would say I've probably been affected if the world probably the least by coronavirus like literally i've had very little i've been incredibly privileged and lucky probably not as much as me you're already testing people <laughs> you're you're you're, you're touching you've got kids and stuff i mean you've got you you have like i mean that is children. hard that is hard and the kids are struggling they they are it's time for them to have some social contacts again like yeah. it, it it really is oh, yeah. i've just been in my pajamas for a year mm. <laughs> pretty much no but like yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, well, so where are we up to? So that we were. Well, that was that is. was step five. So we're pretty. Was near that the step end. five? Yeah. Yes. And, uh, so that that I think that is probably unlikely to happen. Step five. By the on the fifth fifth of April. So the next big conference where Angela Merkel tries to lay down the law and everyone shouts at her, she sounded it. That press conference was given really late, wasn't it? Yeah, they did it all day. It was like a, it, it was, was nearly nuts. nearly midnight when they did the press. Conference. Yeah, and she sounded exhausted. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, and I think really people are saying like she lost and everything because she's always been for the hard lockdown. But anyway, 
Oh, sorry. So, Entscheidung über die weitere. So, like, on the 22nd of March, they're going to do, like, decisions about gastronomy, culture, travel, and hotels. <sighs> Is this a dream world? I don't know. Where we can travel and go to hotels. But yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like a complete dick. It has made me appreciate, like, shit like this. You know. Right. Well, I think everyone is now pretty clear on what is going to happen. If There's if not, nothing more clear. If not, than you an can, excited woman reading it poorly. You can always read the explainer on explainer.com. Please do. They've done a really good breakdown, okay. um, in better words than me, and they probably weren't drunk when they wrote it. <laughs> I say probably, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, that, so right, good. Would you like to hear about some other news? Yes. Well, there hasn't been much other news, but a little bit. Has there not? Well, not? I mean, in Germany, it's been mainly this stuff. But all right, yes, go for it. One thing that we did we did talk about a few weeks ago, so we should update about mm -hmm. it is the fact that the AFD. Um, won today in a court decision about whether the constitutional court wait sorry no <laughs> not the constitutional court the constitutional the office for the protection of the constitution yes for Fassungsschutz, which yeah. is a sort of a domestic intelligence agency like an internal cia yes that tracks that's good because i was trying to explain it in english <laughs> in the week and i was just like uh the thing if there's the, the, with the terrorism and the inside of the Germany. <laughs> inside of the Germany. Inside of the Germany. <laughs> so any terrorists that we might, or extremists, political extremists that we may have inside Germany, it's the job of the Verfassungsschutz to track them down, to keep an eye on them. Unless maybe they're on the far right. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm not going to do so, that. And... Aren't they were we talked about it a few weeks ago. They were going to put the AFD, the whole of the AFD, which is quite a big thing. It's, it's an entire yeah. political party represented in the Bundestag, in on, on its watch list because they are so they have so many extremist members. Yeah, and uh, the Verfassungsschutz said on Wednesday they were going to do this, and on Friday a court in Cologne overruled and said no, you can't do this. There has to be an Eilandtag. And that's where well, they did an island tag, and they said you have to wait for another decision by a court. So for now, the Verfassungsschutz is barred from observing uh, or keeping the AFD under surveillance. And um, sometimes the law is a real another court dick. decision. <laughs> so yes. there's that. Yeah, I heard about this. I heard about the initial decision on Wednesday. I think was when the Verfassungsschutz said, like, yeah, we're going to put them all thing and to be honest knowing what you know about the Verfassungsschutz and their historical not very goodness at dealing with extremists on the right of the spectrum they must have a lot of reasons why they think they can do this or why they should be doing this so hopefully it will stand up I'm refusing to be dragged down into non-positivity I've yeah I, I mean yeah it's, it, it's dep it depends on how exactly what you think it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because um, this has never happened before that a, a, a whole political party 
is being like put under surveillance to this extent. I mean, I know the linker there was a while where the linker was put under surveillance, but not at this level. Which and it's a level of surveillance which is not just gathering intelligence about you know what public speeches they're making, what they're saying on their Facebook pages. It is like they can tap the phones. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's quite a serious level of of surveillance for, for a big political party like the. I mean, I think that's a positive. So the court, court said they got in. You know, got this is when I talk about, about like this is what Germany needs to do. It needs to actually put shit in place. So it'll be interesting, like to deal with their right wing extremism, serious, cancerous problem. But the um, what is maybe interesting is that the fact that the Verfassung Schutz has now only now decided to do this because they they had their their leader. There's a guy called Hans-Georg Maaßen, who, since being sacked from the head of the Verfassungsschutz uh, a couple of years ago, or he stepped down or whatever, but he was basically forced out, um, he's kind of turned out to be rather right-wing. Oh, yes. Wasn't he the one that kind of was a, a, a denier of the violence that had happened in Chemnitz? Was yeah, that him? he can yeah, he yeah, he See, he, I listen. Yeah, you did you do listen. To my mega can haze. <laughs> I listen. Sometimes I remember things. So he was the former head of the Verfassungsschutz and um it's interesting that since he's left, the Verfassungsschutz has started to go after the AFD a little bit more. He now now that he is like a free kind of a free agent, he um he does He's, he doesn't count himself as a, a supporter of the AFD. He counts himself as a, uh, as a supporter of the CDU, but it's pretty far on the right of the CDU. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's that. Well, what I find quite interesting was I heard about this from the Tagesschau, their little, like, 15-minute daily update, which usually comes out after their... It's broadcast at 8 p.m. Uh, you can get it on little podcast things. And Tagesschau, I would say, it's like the first German, they always say it's like the Erste Deutsche Fernsehen. Like the first TV channel, <laughs> the first TV that ever existed in Germany. Um, so it's pretty, it's like the BBC, eh? Like, yeah. yeah. In fact, it was modelled on the BBC. Yeah. So it's when it was covering this story about the the AfD like going up a notch on the Verfassung shots. I haven't heard their coverage from this court decision, but they really were being very like anti. There was a lot of like they put all these sound clips in of like various AfD speakers where it just sounds like someone in <laughs> the 30s just shouting in German and you can't if you're me really understand it, but it was just like but it, but it had that kind of nasal, high-pitched thing, yeah. tone that you would associate with And like with the Hitler. immigrants, and, blah, 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 blah. and it was just like, oof. And there were really, like, people interviewed that, like, little soundbites saying, like, but the thing is, these are not extreme people that are pulling the party to the right. These are the centre. Like, they talked about Gauland, who's the one in Turingen, I think. Yeah, he's, like, one of the most important... No, you're thinking of Björn Höcke. But um, he's the one in Turingen. Yes. Björn Höcke is the one you but don't like. I don't... You, you especially I, don't like I him. want to be very clear. <laughs> Höcke, yeah. So Gauland is like the other... 
Anyway, they were talking about basically how the art, they weren't being diplomatic about it, particularly on the Tiger Show, which I also thought was a positive thing. I'm being positive today. Okay, good. I know. Germany is going to be okay with the vaccines. This Lockerung thing is going to give us all a little bit of hope and also a fun game to play. Let's all keep those numbers down so we can go to the fucking beer garden on the 22nd. Yeah. I can tell you one other thing about the AFD is that I, because I've interviewed a couple of them, of the members and of the uh, officials and, you know, politicians and stuff. Uh, what I noticed is that the, the, the thing that they hate more than immigrants is Berliners. They hate, like... They, I think not... you've said this to me before, like the, <laughs> the... multi-culty kind of lefty... Yeah. And Berliners. they really identify... Berliners and sort of the the they, they have this image in their head of Berliners being like these this sort of sexually free hedonists yeah. that go out all the time just shagging each other and taking drugs. You know who also hated Berlin for exactly that reason? <laughs> I have to say. And uh, they they, they get re- they get extremely riled up on this sort of, sort of subject of of but like I think they have that, that I think they're. If you were being an armchair psychologist, which is obviously not a good thing, but if you're being... You, Pretty sure this is exactly what we do in a kind of like... <laughs> there's a sort of... There's a sort of like, like... I feel like there's a repressed sexual frustration in the AFD. No, but I think that's just right wing. Like they just hate everyone and they hate their lives and they hate themselves. Yeah. And they hate people for having lots of fun. Yeah, because we we tell white men... <laughs> that they get, have everything and that they should have everything and then when they don't have everything they deeply hate themselves because they feel like they failed at being a white man and then they can't deal with that own self-satisfaction but rather than dismantling like feminism tries to do going like well maybe it's the uh, the expectation that women are supposed to be a certain way that it's at fault what white men do is they just take it and they yeah. make it immigrants fault not yeah. all. Hashtag not all white men. <laughs> I don't mean you, Conrad. You're lovely. But they're, but they're bothered. Yeah, they're bothered. It's the same as in America. They're bothered like more about, um, you know, like white identity. This, this sort of perceived threat to white identity. Yeah, Is that because really if you bothers? can't deal with your own identity and you're not comfortable within your own identity, then people yeah. going out in like Kit Kat Club and really fully expressing their sexual gender you know whatever identity and being like i'm here my pronouns are they and there and here is my penis that is threatening that's super threatening so that's not all berliners but i'm like fairly representative but that's what what they think about berliners i mean that well it's not untrue but it's also like you don't have to Hmm. you know like no, I mean I just know because I've seen on like their Facebook because they they, they 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 express particular glee when there's been like a COVID outbreak in a nightclub in Berlin. There was that very <laughs> very funny story of some like the, cause I remember the press thing, thing going out being like there's a, there's a sort of moral there's a, like there's this sort of moral judgment behind it. It's like yeah. you deserved that because you went and had like a good time that I can't have. I know, and it's like <laughs> no one's telling you that you can't go to like Kit Kat or any of the clubs. I mean, hmm. it's probably going to be very hard for you to get in. <laughs> but it's hard for everyone to get in. It's yeah, hard I mean, for it's not the, like I go. Like, I never go. I mean, I don't know. No. 
But like, it's just this, oh, you don't have to, you know, we all are, I think all of us, you know, just in the prisons of our own personalities and what we have decided is right. Mm. And it's very freeing to understand. I've been doing this kind of, this week, <laughs> like that we don't know what's right and that's okay because then we don't have to get upset when other people do other things. <laughs> like it's fine. Yeah. We're all just humans and everyone just needs a mega can and Okay. Yeah. Well anyway, I feel like I feel like that's a that's a good place to end. I think so. Sort of a, a general call. Have you to finished humanity. your Mega can. How did you oh, enjoy yeah. your Jordan, Gord, your Jordans? That's how you know you've had a mega can when you put a soft G on Gordons. Um, yeah, I I loved it. I mean, I particularly enjoyed not having to drink two. Because <laughs> I really struggled. You've been struggled. doing absolutely like I don't like saying manful, humanful work on the two mega cans. There's no way I could possibly do that. If I drink two mega cans one after the other, I literally black out. <laughs> okay Mm. right also um everybody in the whole world but particularly maybe berliners because you get the day off it is uh frauentag women's day on monday i'm not gonna do my usual rant of reasons why you should be annoyed in germany because we're being positive today but so, is there any any events that you could take part in? There on are Monday? some events which I haven't. There's 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 a few. Um, I'm not Have sure I'm going to go to any, but um, what, what are they? I don't know. Like oh, I just okay. know they're happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're definitely go um, online, Google various it. ones, and yeah, go and do that. Happy Happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. Stay safe, everybody. Wear your masks. Stay home. Let's yeah. keep. Let's surprise the government by just meeting their expectations, and then they have to let us go to beer gardens. Oh. Yeah. On that note. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you.